Welcome to The Inevitable. This is Motor Trend's new podcast about the future of the automobile. I am Johnny Lieberman, the Senior Features Editor at Motor Trend, and I am joined every week by my co-host, Mr. Ed Lowe. That's me. I'm the Head of Editorial for Motor Trend, and boy, do we have an amazing list of guests that we're going to be chatting with. We've got the godfather of the environmental movement, Ed Bagley Jr. Derek Jenkins, a whole bunch of actors, celebrities, car-crazy folks, people from in and outside the industry. Industry. Can't wait for you to join us. We're talking about the future of the car. This means everything from electrified vehicles to cars that drive themselves. Come check us out. We're on podcastone.com or anywhere else you find your favorite podcast. We're also on motortrend.com and youtube.com slash motortrend. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know it's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to Geico.com, get a quote and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. This is Corolla Digital. A master carpenter who's here to help you out. If you can't fix it, then let Ace show you how. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Ace on the house. Yeah, get it on. Got to get it on the church. We're going to mend it. Get it on. Thanks for tuning in. The ace on the house. I'm Carl. Eric Stromer. Hey. Over there, man. Sorry, I have a cold. Just makes you sound more like Barry White than ever. Oh, man. I love walrus. Just do Give me a baby. Just do something. Baby. <laughs> Barry White. <laughs> Barry White. He was the man. He had the Love Unlimited Orchestra killer. That's what he had. He quietly had the craziest hair in the world. <laughs> and there's there's a kind of pantheon of crazy hairs. Yeah. Barry White had crazy hair, but people didn't really say anything no. about it. No, it was very much like Beethoven's hair, wasn't it? But it, it was pretty crazy. Gary, you find a crazy picture of Barry White's hair. I want to thank uh, TommyJohn.com slash AdamLose.com slash Ace mm-hmm. and uh, Geico as well. Working on the house. little tile issue over What do you got? House. You got some hot tile. Hot conflict. tile talk. Yeah. Yeah, I am uh, putting down tile in a bathroom that I'm making down in the basement. Yeah. And uh, Wait, you, you mean that didn't exist before and you're creating it from scratch? Yes. Gotcha. I, so first tile debacle, which is when I was tiling the kitchen, I ended up with two extra boxes of of tile that I didn't want because I told the tile place, I think I may need these extra two boxes. And then uh, they said, okay. And then I said, okay, so I'm going to need these two boxes. And they said, okay. And then at some point, like three days four business days later i said are those boxes ready and they're like you never bought them and i was like Uh, oh i bought 10 boxes you have my credit card and stuff you could have just said you got to pay for them yeah businesses are horrible so oh man look at barry white's hair yes i'm telling you quietly the crate quietly yeah maybe crazier than don king like crazy black he doesn't get any cred no for having crazy black man hair but it's Beethoven esque, isn't it? It looks like a like a wig from the mid seventeen hundreds. It 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 is, and no one talks about how low his mustache is trimmed, which is <laughs> glorious. He has crazy hair. Yeah. He, but you know, he has. It's pretty James Browny. Yeah, I mean, it's it's straightforward. You know, one of the uh, <coughs> one of the craziest moments of my life yeah. is I did Letterman. Many years ago, before uh, it was a Loveline Letterman appearance, it wasn't the Man Show. Yeah. The Man Show had barely started, and uh, 
I remember Jimmy was a huge Letterman fan, and I liked the Letterman, but I wasn't nutty. Yeah, you know, he was a ravenous Letterman fan. Sure, and they wanted me to do the show, and they didn't not want him. But the Man Show hadn't really taken off yet, but Loveline had, so right. I went to go do Letterman, and I was like, "Who else is on?" And they're like, James Brown. And I was like, <laughs> I'm from North Hollywood. I was like, I lived in a garage in North Hollywood my whole life yeah. and like spread stucco on apartment buildings right. in Van Nuys. Right, right. And so I'm like, James Brown <laughs> is on. And I'm like, so James Brown goes on first and then I go on? Yeah. And they're like, no, you go first, then James Brown. I'm like, why? <laughs> Would I go before James Brown in the in the late night world? It's not like you're opening for it. Sure. The first slot is the coveted slot. Right. You know, the last guy goes on at twelve thirty at night. Right. You know, I go. They're like, because the musical act always goes at the end, and I'm like, wow. yeah, but not when you have me, <laughs> and not when you have James Brown. It's insane, man. It is insane. What, right? Do you remember the song he did? Oh, that's a good. That's a good damn question. Because I spent a lot of years... When James <laughs> Brown was on Ed Sullivan... Oh, I think I know, yeah. He did uh, I Feel Old. <laughs> <laughs> and then he did a, a bad dance. I used to listen to James Brown with my brother and watch him on Ed Sullivan, <laughs> and it made me hopped up like when I used to watch Bruce Lee in the movie theater, and I'd come out and beat my brother with my program. Yeah, yeah. Pretending it was a, a numbchuck. He made me feel like I had a crazy amount of like like energy that came from somewhere he, else. He was, I mean, you know, you, you kind of forget about these guys because you get caught up in like, oh, look at that Michael Jackson right, or right, look right. at that Chris Brown. Like, right. James Brown could fucking move. Yep. Hell yeah. Is this you? This, this is, is him, bro. The godfather of soul. He's also the hardest working man in show business. He has a brand new collection of music. It's entitled I'm Back. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, James Brown. Oh, yes. January 25th, 1999. Paul and the boys. That's so good. Well, there you go. So good. Well, that's the song and, and, James and, Brown did. And were you just like on the side in the wings watching or sitting on the panel or what were you doing? I think... Pretty sure I went back up to my like miniature dressing room sure. at that point. Yeah, I, I remember being up there with like James Dixon and a, like a fruit platter or whatever it is. Yeah, and uh, but I, again, why would James Brown be on after me? Oh, that's man. that's I that's... remember I remember having that thought. James died. Uh, I don't know. Oh seven, oh eight, or, or when the hell did James Brown die? Anyway, uh, that's pretty fantastic, man. Well, it's an interesting thing that in life you can go on. Look, the the musical act can be Dishwalla. Sure. If you go on in 1999. Yeah. Or it can be Sixpence None the Richer or something. <laughs> yeah. If you go that. on in 1999, <laughs> right? I mean, there's yeah. a very good chance. Like, who was the band? The presidents of the United States of America. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. who? Yeah. They said that lump song. Right. Oh. Right. What happened to those guys? Like, you you could definitely in 1999 go on with, oh, God, like like Lit sure. or Blur yeah. or, or any of these bands that That's you've right. never really heard from. Right. Dexy's Midnight Runners or something. <laughs> that probably would have been eight earlier. But... It is kind of a blessing that I got to go on with James yes. Brown. Did you talk to him at all? It'd be sort of like, <coughs> no. <laughs> I, it, I was just basically told when you do Letterman, it's like, don't talk to anyone. Don't talk to Letterman. Don't look at anybody. Right. Don't leave your room. Just Letterman. You get a list of things that Letterman doesn't like. Yeah. Which is always uh, one of those things that means he's a prince of a guy, which yeah. is don't touch him. Don't <laughs> yeah, do don't, anything. Don't yeah. establish eye contact. Like, right. he, he doesn't like anything. I, it's like Christian Bale acting with Christian Bale. Yeah, on just go. Yeah, hey guys, holding the boom mic. Yeah. Keep it steady. Don't look, look down. Look down. Yeah, yeah. Like, don't, don't even, don't even try. Hey, yeah. let, me, let me take a quick he, opportunity. Uh, by to the see. way, I just want to tell you that yeah. uh, the godfather of uh, rock and roll died Christmas Day. That's right. 2006. Ah, 
So there well, you go. Well, let's speaking of greats, Tommy John. Yeah. If your big Valentine surprise is supermarket roses and drugstore chocolates, then rethink what a Valentine's gift can be with Tommy John. Are you wearing them, baby doll? Yes, sirree. How can you not? Man, you're proudly. I do. He proudly displays the Tommy Him John dusting logo. Dusting a talc. Too. Yeah, he is. Yes, sir. <laughs> Redefining comfort for men and women with luxury soft feather light moisture wicking. That's the key. Moisture wicking underwear that moves with you. It doesn't pinch. It doesn't bunch up. It doesn't ride up. It is so comfortable. Wait till you try them. Still looking for a Valentine gift? Try their limited edition loungewear and underwear, including matching his and her sets. They've got women's underwear and and uh, support systems now, Tommy John. They're fantastic, right? Yeah, everything they do is great. <clears throat> Last year, the limited edition sold out in less than a week. Don't wait. Best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee. Tommy John, no adjustment needed, Matt. Shop limited edition Valentine's Day gift sets and get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Adam. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off only at TommyJohn.com, TommyJohn.com. So I had, a, I had a Letterman experience where I was dating a gal and she worked on Letterman and invited me to fly down to Florida to shoot the big live Florida show. Uh-huh. I sat on the plane. I also was instructed not to look at Dave. <laughs> Just because I wasn't part of the show or a guest, I was just some dude that was trying to, you know, make out with one of the gals who worked on the show. Yeah, that's my experience. <laughs> well, I, you know, seemed like a nice guy. This though. could be anecdotal. Yes, <clears throat> but there was always like Dave Leno, Leno Dave, yeah. and uh, Leno was always the guy that nobody liked. But I always said I had a, I had a. a couple guys from uh, Chicago once. I met them in Chicago. I was doing a show in Chicago. Yeah. They said, we're big car fans. I said, good. He said, if you're ever, if we're out in LA, do you think you could take us to see Leno's shop? Yeah. I said, yes, I could. And a few months later, I got an email. I think it was a father, son or brothers. And they're like, we're going to be in LA. Can you take us? We're going to be there the 19th. It's going Wednesday. Can you take us to Leno's shop? And I said, yes. And they said, do you want to clear it with Leno? And I said, no. And they said, all right, well, we're coming out. And I said, we, we shall go to Leno Leno's shop. Yeah. And they said, okay, you want to make sure it's okay with him? And I said, no, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Show up on the 19th, we'll go to Leno's shop. Yeah. And these two guys showed up. And the whole week, Matt, was going, hey, you got those two guys coming in from uh, Sterling or wherever they're from. And uh, you want to just check with Leno and make sure it's okay? <laughs> and I said, no, I don't. Yeah. I'm conducting an experiment here. And I put these two guys in the car. I have no idea where Leno is. Put, <laughs> put these two guys in the car on a, you know, noon on a, on a Wednesday. Right. And we just drive to Leno's shop. And I just ring the buzzer, and this guy Bernard like gets on the thing, and I go, "Hey, uh, it's Adam. It's Jay around." And Bernard's like, "Hey, he's here somewhere, I think." And he just opens the gate, <laughs> and I said, "Okay, <laughs> if you deal with Ellen, it's a different experience. Sure, many people are frightened. Yes, if you deal with Letterman, it's a different experience. Yeah, it's a lot of rules about what to do and what not right, to do. Right now." Maybe Leno's a dick and Ellen's a saint, but one of them has a lot of rules and a lot of people uh, around them who are fucking scared. Right. And the other doesn't seem to have people around them yeah. that are scared. Interesting. So, so that's a bad rap in my book. Well, it usually means when people who work for you are scared. Yeah. There's, there's something, that's a reflection. Sure. Versus... I can go to Leno's shop anytime I want with whomever in the backseat of my car, just right. hit the buzzer and go, I'm here with some dudes. And they just, <laughs> gate just opens up. And I'll go, where's Jay? And they'll go, I don't know. Yeah. He's here somewhere. Or he's not. It doesn't matter. Yeah. No one ever goes, hold on, let me check. Right. They just go, boop. Oh, that's cool. That's a good That's a good tribute to him. Someone's got a uh, question about an envelope house. Someone's got a question about... Uh, woodworking bench. Hey, let's go to Illinois because there's an Arctic, a polar vortex. Oh, that's right. Joel, 45. No, God, it is cold as hell here. Can you really you tell? Imagine. Can you really tell a difference? Yes. Like from yes, normal actually, cold temperatures. Uh, they, they didn't pick up my uh, 
uh, recycling bin because it was frozen to the gutter. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Wow. And I'm, I'm going to be there in like eight. Because they couldn't pick it up. I'm going to wow. be there in like eight days from when we record this. Well, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. How, how's it going to be looking in eight days? Well, eight days. Take your life into your own hands, Ace. Mm-hmm. Really? Still going to be cold, huh? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't mind cold, but I mean, no, crazy, but this is like, nutty. yeah, this is like, uh, you can die if your if your face and arms are exposed slightly, you'll get frostbite and die cold. Yes, I'm supposed to be at work right now, but work shut down. It's wow. minus so fifteen. I'm, Sorry, I'm just getting drunk at home. So it's yeah. today minus fifteen. What? Yes. What's our ten day forecast over there, Gary? I I got to know. Jeez, look at that! What does it go to? It goes to it goes up kind of substantially though in a couple of days. I heard because my wife's got to go to Cincinnati and do James Taylor's tour, so she's going to be, be there again. I think I'll be there Thursday, like the seventh or something. Yeah. How much uh, choreography does James Taylor's? Uh... She's not a choreographer. She's a uh, creative director. Oh, sorry. She used Your to highness. do that years ago. Partly cloudy and fifteen degrees. Is that that's the high? Yes. All right. Well, it's better than minus fifteen. Yeah. It's going to be cold, and then it's... But uh, you're going to Chicago, right? Yeah, I'm going to Chicago. Yeah, it's you're going to get a bunch of Lake Effect nonsense. It's going to be miserable. Good. You're, you're going to hate your show. Yeah. Good. <laughs> I, was, I got a cold. I was in the pool this morning. I don't care. Yeah, you were. I'm doing it, baby. Look at you. So uh, you need tips on building a woodworking bench? Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm a semi-new homeowner. Bought this house in October, got all the major stuff taken care of, but now I'm at the point where I want to actually start building things for the house. Uh-huh. And um, the first step of that is to build a proper woodworking bench. And I want to know if you guys have some uh, tips, what a woodworking bench, how I should build it, what it should include, anything okay. like that. All right. Um, I have some general thoughts. Um a good set of casters that can be locked down is good. Mobility, good. You know what I mean? They even have the caster yeah. kind where if you ever see Stromer, they'll have like the kind. They have these furniture dollies or something for lack of a better term where you can put like your contractor saw on it, push it down with your foot, roll it somewhere, yes. and then push it down again and it drops it down. Yep. Seen it. Yeah. I, I like the mobility part. Yeah. I like, I don't like overbuilt stuff. I don't like it when guys got the four by fours going across and the four by four post and the four by four. It just gets super heavy. Right. I don't, I don't see the need for that. No. I might, uh, I might make this thing out of uh, a metal frame, even aluminum frame. Now, here's what I'm saying. Yeah. You get your, either your, Carbide blade, Uh-oh. or your, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or your carborundum blade. There you go, and on your chop saw, yeah. and you cut all the pieces and lay it out and draw a picture, and then take it to your local muffler shop or fabricator guy. Just tell him to weld it all up. Yeah, you know, and then put your planks on top of it. You know, there's many different ways you can go, but the the bulky. You know how when you see that kid with Down syndrome and he looks all kind of bloated? You're talking about Billy. Billy. (laughs) You know how Billy looks a little bloated? Yeah. You don't want your bench to have Down syndrome. No. You want to have, it want to look like Brad Pitt. Yes. Lean and and lean. lean. Yes. Now, now I have, I have one you can do for the, uh, just with a sheet of plywood, three quarter ply. It's kind of easy and inexpensive, obviously. And it basically is it's you're you're pre marking on the wood like a sewing pattern where you're gonna cut your legs on the four foot edge, right? So you're gonna do like four cuts at six inches and then you, you glue and nail those off at right angles and then the the remainder of the plywood top just becomes what it is. Cut a two inch strip off there so you can line an apron around the top, shoot it on the top with nails and glue, and you're done, man. It's forty five bucks later. It's a workbench. It works. We used to build and, them. and you would do that as opposed to like an MDF worktop or something like that. 
MDF is it's heavy it's, it, usually. That's, that's the Billy Down syndrome top. I don't like it. They have a lightweight MDF. Yeah, yeah. I'd uh, I might take uh, Stromer's a step further and say do the ply, but go with the Euro multi ply. Like find a plywood shop. Yeah, you're not going to get it at Home Depot. Get the old nine ply. Yeah, get like a nine ply with a good edge on yes. it. You could put a round over on it. Oh, you yeah. can even round over both sides. And and then if you want to get super it. sexy, get a piece of uh, butcher block top because that is the best workbench top in the world because you can screw right. into that with a vice and stuff and, and then you're you're good to go and that's more permanent. It just depends on your budget. Yeah, nice. Thanks. We gave you a range. We gave, see what we do. We give you because you're cold. It's in Illinois. We're, we feel sorry for you. We gave you a range of opportunity to build these things. So there. Well, I'm not building this thing until March. So good. You know, I have a lot of thought to go into this. Or you can go to. I saw at the big box store. To Adam's point, they had one with the casters and the and the butcher block top pre done. Two hundred bucks. It wheels around. It has multiple height adjustment on the top itself. That looked pretty good to me. Just as a quick and dirty. If you want to just go buy one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's all kinds of options and 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 all kinds of stuff online. Yeah, a bunch of guys with salt and pepper beards. Yeah, telling you how good this is. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Why is that? Why do they have the salt? Because it's the appropriate age where they would be presumed to have knowledge, correct? I blame Bob Vila. I do too. Yeah. He's become the yeah. prototype. That's right. For those kind of That's guys. It. That's it. There you go. It's Bob Vila. I mean, I think he's still around. This right? old house, it must be, they must be on season 157. Yeah. Right? Yeah. There's a bunch of new guys on it, and uh, they still have some. I've met some of those dudes. They're actually really great because they got the job of a lifetime. They'll never get fired. They're there forever. They can say and do whatever they want. It's great. You know, I, none of those guys ever get drunk and take to Twitter, right? Not enough. I like I I miss that. That's a good. And if it would be anyone, it would be Norm because he'd be hopped up on animal tranquilizers and some vodka. Norm. You know, <laughs> Norm. Then they got the young kid. Yeah, the new guy, the hot anyway. shot, the hot shot. Yeah, the cracker jack. Yeah. Then they got the plumber guy. Yeah, they do. He's a nice guy. Good and then guy. He comes in and they all like to bust each other's chops in a sort of G-rated. <laughs> kind of way with sansa belt slacks on yeah we were our <laughs> hazing rituals involved uh holding guys down and teabagging and yeah. things like that but they don't they don't cover that on that yeah show. you would from your work site you would hear a lot of no no please don't lower your scrotal sack on my head <laughs> i mean i had a guy take a bucket of shit <laughs> A bucket of human human waste. feces is what you're saying, and, and and hide it by my table saw, and then drop bolts into it <laughs> from a five story so building. Bad. So it would splatter on me. That is just awful. You don't see that in no, this old house, but I there's a respect I have for that. That that's ingenuity. That's creativity. It's using human waste and humiliation. <laughs> Gary, if we could ever find that, uh, and we found that building before, that earthquake building off of Normandy or whatever. Yeah, we actually sent oh. someone over there to try to get into it, and no dice. Oh, you can't see around the back of it, huh? It's like all secured. That I don't know. Last time you gave us instructions on this topic, you told us to try to get into somebody's apartment and take pictures inside of it. We sent someone down, not so much. Yeah. In fact, they were Gary uh, was seduced by, with- a, by a gypsy. They were, they, they were threatened with a uh, call to the police. and uh, Well, they're scared people. But I don't know how the Google Earth thing works. Like, can you go over the top of a building and look in the back of the, the building and, like, kind of see what's in the backyard or the back run? To a certain extent, yeah. Well, give it a Wait, try. Can give it a try I, can on I that just, building. Can I just it, it had a back – those buildings have no backyard. They just no. have a, like, 10-foot – wide cement strip yeah right and i set up my contractor saw out there and i was doing finish work and i had sheets of like plywood and one by and stuff and they hid the poop bucket and they're dropping bolts off the side it's a five-story sheer wall this requires such forethought that i believe those people to be genius Well, the thing that was funny about it is that it was a city job, so no one really so cared. They, but like, somebody had done this before, and 
and said, let's bring back, you know, hazing number 5A, the bucket with poo and bolts. I don't think anyone had done it before. I feel like this is the first. You do? I do because Uh, how many guys – when you're working so on, so would it, would, this, would it splash up, and you would be like, "What is that?" You would look around, and then you would start to smell. <laughs> it's not funny. It really is. Yeah, we're looking at the back of the building. That, so we're looking at the back of the building. Yeah. God, computers are crazy. So show me where. Like, there, what well, there's, there's, we're looking at a brick face. Yeah. Okay. So what? Now there's trees back there. There weren't trees back there. Yeah. And so they got on the roof of this sheer face in between two buildings. Right. And I was down below where the row of trees were with my table saw set up, and they all hung over the parapet and dropped the bolts straight down in the poop bucket while I was straight down working on my thing and i couldn't hear anything because they would only do it when i fired up the table saw that's so funny man by the way gary has just pulled this up on google earth and i actually just saw this technology in the movie patriot games in a rerun that this is how they would find people who were assassins we're doing it now on this tv on this radio program isn't that amazing it's unbelievable yeah. and the way we skin that entire roof with yeah. plywood we yeah. skin the entire Entire roof, and Gary, if you go to the front of the building, the way you get 150, 250 sheets of plywood onto the top of a building is a flatbed truck pulls up in front of the fire escape, escape, and two guys are on every level of the fire escape, and two guys are on the flatbed truck, and you just hand up 250 sheets. Oh, man. The elevator was from the 20s, way too small for a sheet of plywood. Oh, boy. So the entire crew spent the entire day just – you'd get one sheet of plywood, and you'd just throw the next sheet above you. Oh, no man. glove, no love, it was the, But no it was nothing. the ultimate dealt workout. You had cannonball dealt by the end of that, didn't you? I just remember going, I got to get out of this fucking <laughs> job. I, this is horrible. <laughs> It's horrible. It was horrible being on the roof. Oh, man. All right. Quick break. Right back with uh, another call right after this. All right. Let's see. What's to talk about that? Let's talk about this. Flooring. Jude, 38, Rhode Island. Hey, it's man. What's going on? Hey, man. So I'm redoing or renovating our house. It was uh, built in 87 and it's got tile throughout most of the house, carpet in, in the bedrooms. And I want to redo all the flooring in the house. And there's a lot of different options now as far as a wood look to the flooring. And they have these uh, luxury vinyl tiles, these laminate tiles, all these things that look like wood but aren't wood, uh, engineered wood, solid wood. I don't know if you guys have ever used any of the different products that they have, like an LVT or a, or a laminate. Uh, my concern is that it's just going to look fake or feel fake, and I'm going to put down, you know, 2,500 square foot of it and hate it. So it's, uh, having a hard time deciding with it. Well, it's all laminate. I mean, it's all composite. It, I There's not a whole lot of just through and through solid wood flooring these days, and it, it's for a reason. It's just you don't you don't need to. The good stuff has multiple plies and and then has you know three sixteenths the good stuff yeah has has like some holding up about a good healthy a three sixteenth worth right. of solid hardwood at the top and, and because, you can get a couple sandings and out because of it. it's thicker and heavier it doesn't have that that wafting feel that the cheaper flooring does where you can almost feel yourself going up and down on it and that's the tendency to feel cheap to me is when the floor does that so the the little bit more money, the higher price point is going to give you a heavier floor. It's going to feel more like solid, real hardwood with way less hassle and very easy to install and way better in terms of insulation factor. But, you know, if you have a slab, especially on the first floor, I would totally recommend it. Don't ever do hardwood over cement. It just ends up biting you in the ass. Yeah, we have a basement and everything. This, um, but so we it, with. You know, something like this laminate that they have, to me that seems like it's more realistic these days. Um, in the, the three-dimensional, it has the grooves of, of hardwood and everything. So it's not just that sheen of like you've just rolled out a, a, a roll of laminate flooring. Um, but 
there's concern over whether that's waterproof enough to have, feel comfortable having that in your kitchen. Is that safe to put in a kitchen? Is it going to bubble up or um, on the seams? No, it's it, all all the stuff today that's halfway decent works real well. I agree, and is is real good. I, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have any qualms about it. I do like the wood grain tiles, the ceramic tiles. They look pretty good. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of options there. That's true. Also, I, yeah. I would kind of pick my option <clears throat> by what my substrate was. So if I'm in the basement, I would. Well, you got a slab, so might as well put the tiles. The, the wood grain tile on or some kind of tile on there because there you got a slab. But you go up top, now you're on a raised foundation. Now maybe it's a better time for carpet or wood flooring, something where let the substrate, let yeah. let, let the subfloor kind of dictate, help dictate what direction you go. Right. Yeah, and I mean, that was another question I had that <laughs> I had forgotten about, but how, how important is the subfloor because – he, the the contractor that I had come out to to give me a quote on some other things was saying I need to redo the whole subfloor. Uh, that's going to add about seventeen thousand dollars to the job, and you know that I'm not real excited about. Sounds like uh, sounds like he's got to pay for the boat boat payment. <laughs> I don't know why it's why is it seven. What is the explanation as to why he has to do a substrate? What is he talking about? He's looking down the hallway. So we have a long hallway, and he's saying that the that that the, he sees. Uh, it's not a level. And, you know, the, the tiles have been there since 1987. They're 12 by 12 tiles. I would have thought that they would have cracked by now if there was this problem with the subfloor. Uh, none of them are cracked. Um, See, so- to me, this is where you would definitely want to use the, the engineered floor because it'll give and move with any slight alteration to the subfloor and save the money, uh, use the 17 Gs to go out and get something fun. I, I would I, – I mean, look, you pull stuff up and you examine it. I, I would not I, – I, I, if I got to my subfloor, I'd definitely screw the shit out of it before I put whatever on top of it. Right. And now's your chance yeah. to replace anything that's rotted or whatever. Now, if he's talking about getting underneath in the underpinning with a bottle jack and jacking some shit up because stuff's sagging, that's doable – uh, it seems like that's what he's getting at. He's talking about the subfloor, but he's talking about it going at an angle. Right. That's under the house. Yeah. Uh, it's stuff's. It's pretty doable. I've done a ton of that shit. Yeah. You've done. Have you I've done, done a little that? bit of it? Yeah, with the jacking and it, stuff. Yeah. You, you get a bottle jack. Oh, there's one. I don't know. Called like the Red Max or something. It's yeah. like it's it's built like Danny DeVito. <laughs> and then you just yeah. – he puts his arm out and you just pump his arm and his head goes up. Danny DeVito is the penguin. Remember him in that fine will, role? I think they have those things for like 30,000 pounds or something. Yeah. What is it? How many tons? It does look like this Danny one, DeVito. Look this at particular one is uh, called the Torin Big Red 50-ton capacity. 50 goddamn tons. Yeah, and man. 95 bucks, which is crazy to me. Yeah. 50 tons. That's amazing. You could you could lift seven of Matt's ex girlfriends. Hey, with that, now. With that one jack. <laughs> How dare you, sir? I didn't say one. I said seven. So <laughs> obviously we couldn't get them all onto the. No. Laugh it up, fellas. Laugh it up. <laughs> the point is this. Look, I te- I paint pictures with my tongue. Well, you understand? Of People don't I understand, understand how you... much I could have said an M1 Abrams tank. Yeah, fine, but I'm I'm moving here yes, in real time. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fifty tons, a hundred thousand pounds. It's a lot of yes. It's a lot of house. <laughs> now listen, you can. I can't look at Matt the same way ever again. <laughs> You get under that goddamn house, you start jacking that thing up, yeah. it will move. It'll move. You're right. But then a whole host of other issues occur with drywall and patching and oh, sure. tons of cracking. So I don't know. Let's. I'd like to know what his 17000 is buying. How about the fact that when you grab the handle of that jack yeah. that can lift 100,000 pounds and you go up and down on the handle – yeah. It's like you're pumping from a small well. 
Right. Like that's about as much resistance for ninety five bucks. It's zero. It's almost zero resistance right. as you lift a hundred thousand pounds. Now yeah. I don't know. I've I've never got it to a hundred thousand, but I've lifted like the second story of a right. balcony and stuff. It just it doesn't yeah. even feel like it's moving. Right. It's crazy. And then you pour a new footing underneath that, and then you're you know you got a pad to to have that live. It's ama- right. It is amazing what you can do. Can. Yes, sir. Got a question for me? I do. Um, first off, uh, the guy with the workbench, if you put, um, I don't know what you guys call it, mel- uh, it's like a, like a quarter inch mel- MDF, basically, mel- but about- it's really smooth on the top Yeah, where you can, you know, wipe stuff off real quick, I mean, and then just replace it. Yeah. That's what I've done to all my workbenches, but. Do you, um, are you talking about vinyl coated stuff? No, no, no. It's just like a, it's almost like an MDF. Yeah. But it's rough on one side, but smooth on the other. Yeah. You mean just and, like, mil- uh, like millimeter or something? No. No. I don't, I don't know what they call I'll it. I'll tell you. Don't anyone tell like me. M- uh, it's yes, brown like MDF, and it's a quarter inch thick. Yes, it's I'll cheap. T- I'll tell you exactly what it is in a minute. All right. Um, okay. All right. You had a question? Yeah. Uh, so... Why did you bail in your envelope house? Because I was all interested in that because I'm I'm getting ready. I'm planning and building a house. And um, i I just curious what you bailed on, what reasons you, you decided not to do the envelope house. It became, I sort of said, I'm going from vegan to uh, vegetarian. Was uh, Masonite, bitch. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. It's called Masonite. Yeah. I've got too much stuff traveling around my head, right. but he speaks of Masonite. Didn't I just say that? And, no, he yeah. said, he said, is that court, what it's called? Mel- he said melamine. 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 Oh, okay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Some with an M. You know, it's close. If you got it, you know what I would have said? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, Stromer, <laughs> you were correct. <laughs> yeah. Instead of, nah, 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 no, not that not, one. Not, not, anyway, keep yeah. trying, son. Yeah. <laughs> Masonite. Um, The the house. So what happened with me is the house. It became like too restrictive. And then I thought, well, I'll just have a I'll go from vegan to vegetarian. And then I started planning the house and and the house is beautiful. I got the land and blah, blah, blah. And it was like it's like a three year process where I live to get that thing all done. And at a certain point. I was walking my dog and I passed a modern house in my neighborhood that was for sale that was new and had many of the newer updated kind of solar panels and insulation and double pane windows and all the kind of stuff I was looking for. Mm. Not full vegan, but more sort of vegetarian in the the sense it had, had a metal roof and, and panels and a... Uh, a, a water heating system on the roof or the pool. And like, it had a lot of the stuff I wanted to do, but it was pretty much turnkey yeah. and done. Yeah. And I said, fuck it. I'm not spending three years arguing with my wife. I'm just going to buy this house. And, uh, and, and so it was done. Yeah. But I still shall. One of these days, build that house. Yeah, and by the time you do, all the technologies will probably have improved by fifty percent anyway, right? I I would hope. Yeah. I I like <clears throat> I like the idea of the solar panels. Uh, I want to get a battery backup system. My friend's got the Tesla batteries now for the house, which is kind of amazing too. Yeah, the panel. Yeah, or whatever they call yeah, it, the battery yeah. panel, really the cool. power panel, or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. I, I I want to do I want to do all that stuff. Power wall. There you go. Yeah. So uh, thanks, Ken. And I, I will keep you posted about things like the backup system, battery, and the power wall, and that, all that kind of stuff. Hey, Geico. All right. Friends, yeah, tell me. You know what? Mm. Every single person has a to-do list. Drop off dry cleaning, pick up some milk. What about the idea of saving hundreds of dollars on car insurance and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything? By the way, I've been in three auto accidents and insurance i blame you i well i know you blame me but it's absolutely not the case and i'm getting some hot cash i'm getting a new car a lot of externalizing going on that's right (laughs) 
How about it? How about ads save hundreds of dollars on car insurance and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything? Just go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? That's the most rewarding to do you can do today. All right. Let's see. Someone's got a question that I can't answer. Greg, 48. Yes. Hey, so I'm in Cleveland. It's minus two degrees right now. And I'm wondering, I'm, I'm seeing some issues. Is it possible for sewer lines to freeze? I am I think so. I feel like it's possible for anything Absolutely, to at that temperature, yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. Any rec- is, is it harmful to, to be pouring hot water down the drain, or what would you recommend? Because getting a plumber here is obviously in short order on a cold day like this is going to be difficult. Do you have cast iron pipes? Is it an old house? No, no, no. It's a, it's a newer house. So it's going to be ABS. ABS. Yeah. I would go on the ultranet and I would see about um, ABS and the, the ramifications of dumping boiling water down ABS pipes. Now, if this was the old cast iron variety, I'd say go at it. Uh, ABS... It's it's PVC's a little lighter schedule than ABS, but this is ABS, so I believe it's a little bit of a thicker wall. Yeah. But I'm not sure if the good folks on the internet would discourage that or not. So I would I I would definitely, you know, I don't have any experience with this, so I, I would be nervous about telling you just to go ahead and boil up some water and flush it down the toilet. So right. I, I would go ahead and go on go online, find out about ABS pipe and frozen or ABS pipe and hot water, or we can get the porcelain Punisher to load yeah, up. Yeah, load it up. Get a breakfast burrito <laughs> and just go there and just Bur- blow hot it breakfast. out. Just blow it out. That's right. He could do what yeah. anyone see uh, like a superhero. The 85 uh, Super Bowl with the Bears. Yeah. Show me that footage when they gave it to the French. Yeah. They handed it to him on the goal line. And that's he literally right. like, he just, he just blasted it. And that's like the like, Punisher's bowels. He didn't even <laughs> slow down. He just like he literally went right through, through the end zone. You couldn't stop him. He, he was like it was almost like he his own momentum just sort of carried him. Like he rolled out of the back of the end zone. He was like, "There's no human being Nothing. that could have could have stopped him." It's a broken neck trying to stop the. Fridge. I mean, look at the fridge. Look at him line up here. This is what Matt's going to do with your toilet. Take a look. Give him a breakfast burrito. Yeah. Whoa! Boom! I mean, look like at that. He, how many people hit the goal line and aren't slowed down? Yeah, he speeded it up. As he, he like went. literally t- he tumbled. Like everyone else hits the end zone and starts pushing, and uh. everyone's like trying to push the ball in and hold the ball over, and he just rolled into it. Jeez. Yeah. The only bummer is nobody. Applause. I don't get the applause like he does. <laughs> yeah, you know, I uh, I work just as hard. <laughs> yeah, you do. It's silent but deadly That's for Matt. Right. <laughs> I went fishing with the fridge once. You did? Yeah. Where? Uh, I think somebody figured out a man show bit called fishing with the fridge, and yeah. me and Jimmy just went fishing with the fridge. And the greatest thing about the fridge is he would. Well, first off. Back home, he had a pig in the ground. Yeah, like literally, just getting ready to get smoked. He up. built himself a a, a a subterranean barbecue pit, you know. And he's yeah. like, "I'm fixing to go back and get my pig, <laughs> put it in the ground." It's like okay. <laughs> and every time I handed him a beer to open, yeah. he took this huge mitt of a hand he had yeah. with like a Super Bowl ring yeah. on it, and he just put it over the top of the beer. And he caught the ring on it, and he just – it's like you hand it to him, and you just pop it with his hand and hand it right oh, back to you. Oh, man. It was awesome. That's awesome. How was he? Nice guy? Yeah, he was a little critical of, <laughs> of my fishing. He did, did, you get, did you get some hot, moist pork at the end of the extravaganza? He was back in, like, North Carolina oh. or something, but he was talking a lot about his pig. I got you. And I'm from North Hollywood, so, like, I am like, how does it work? Yeah. Where do you get a pig – who does up the pig? Yeah, do you have to do you have to gut it and stuff, or you just put a the lot? Butcher a pig in does a hole? all that stuff, and you just pick it up. I had that in Hawaii once when I paid for the luau. Yeah, that was awful. <laughs> so Fridge said to me, Fridge said, "Oh, we have it here." Oh, look, Fridge said to me, uh, 
I caught a fish. That's the fridge. I caught a fish. <laughs> I said, uh, how do you like me now, fridge? And he said, you done worked your way back up to a zero. <laughs> That's what the fridge said. Well, here's the bait shop. Let's pick up some items. Okay. And uh, see what we can get. Fridge. Look, it's a fridge. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, That's good. Right. <laughs> See, it's going to be that kind of stuff hey, all day long. Hey, we have great time. All day long. First time yeah. you heard that one, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. first time. Yeah. No, um, hey, no BS, man. Let's go catch some fish. Let's yeah, go. No there you go, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. Have a good day. Yeah. We're going to kill these fish. And we you know? have got to. Fridge, you didn't fart, did you? No, no, not yet. <laughs> oh. Did you catch anything? Did you catch anything? No. No. I ain't got nothing yet. Yeah. No. Nothing yet. Nothing yet. Uh oh. What? Oh. I think he's oh. going to tell me. We're felt, <laughs> felt a nibble there. I believe he, I believe he lied to me. I don't believe he got a bite. Yeah. I don't believe he I know. I felt, I felt something. How dare you two come out of the <laughs> right, You're the, you the drag in the bottom. That's all you're doing. <laughs> Fish on! Now, Fridge, would this be a situation where we want to play defense and actually knock Adam's fish off his line? See, now, if I was like I was, you're right. Yeah. I would, I would, I would, I would knock him out the boat. Oh, <laughs> 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 He missed the <laughs> fish. Oh, geez. That's pathetic. You got nothing. <laughs> you got nothing. <laughs> what happened? Oh. Oh, oh, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Oh, oh, here we go. What happened? Here we go, here we go, here we go. Here we go. Why here we does go? he keep saying, here we go? I got a fish. Oh, he's got a fish. Jimmy, you want to get ready with your jinx net? <laughs> <laughs> See this, Adam? Uh, this is how you bring a fish in. Look at that. Fighting. Look at that. Oh, it's a beauty. Look at that. That's how you catch a fish. That's how you do it. That's how you catch a fish. Hey, hold on. You yeah. don't get no better than this. That's wow. right. I, I think I ain't got to catch about 20 more now. <laughs> <laughs> this get the net. There we go. There's a little fish. Bring him on the boat. Put him on the boat, babe. Come on. <laughs> Wait till I... There you go. Tells nice. me I uh, worked my way up to zero. That's a good looking fish. That's handsome. <laughs> that's beautiful. Look no, at that's that. that's nothing. That's a guppy. I dropped the fish down my shirt. <laughs> Rich dumped some beer on my spool. She's burning up. Whoa! This is what you call vindication, boys. Well, we'll see. You ain't got him in yet, now. <laughs> what happened? He got off again. What the hell happened? This is embarrassing. Well, at least it'll be all forgotten about and never spoken of again. <laughs> On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate Adam as a fisherman? Oh, uh, now he done moved up to a zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's up, what fellas. I remember. All right. Yeah. He done moved up to a zero. Where was zero. that? What lake was that? I don't know. Whatever the Piru or Pyramid oh, or out here. Whatever, the yeah. hell the, whatever the hell the closest thing we could find out yeah, here was. That's awesome, man. I knew he told me I worked my way up to a zero at some point. <laughs> I think that's one of those bits where we came up with the title before we decided what the bit was. Like, yeah. fishing with the fridge. Yeah, All right, right, what is it? Uh, <laughs> I guess I guess we'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Jeez. Did you get writing credit on all that stuff? Probably. Good man. I guess. Good stuff. <laughs> Was uh, trying to think. Uh, oh, let's see. God, I'm trying to think of that. I, I like to think of movies where they came up with the title yeah. before they came up with the movie Dead premise. Dead Men Wear Plaid. Remember that one with Steve Martin? Yeah. But I don't think that. And Well, I don't know. It's interesting. It's a unique title, yeah, but I don't know yeah, if yeah. they came up with it before. Yeah. There was the, uh, God, what was the one with uh, Jeff Bridges? And uh, what's his name? Deadpool. That was called like LAP Dead or something. Like what was it that was called? R I P D. R I P D. I swear, oh, someone must have come yeah. up. Somebody came up with 
R.I.P. Rest in peace department. Then, then in D, oh, like PD, oh, police department. Oh, oh wait, oh, hold on. Dead yeah. policemen come back to like solve ghosts, come back to solve. I know they came up with that. Somebody scratched that down on a steno pad before yeah. they came up with it. All right, let me tell you about uh, Tommy John, Big Valentine's. Days coming up, oh, the roses, the chocolates, great. You get fat, the roses die. We don't need that. How about some Tommy John this year? Redefining comfort for men and women. Luxurious, soft, featherlight, moisture-wicking underwear. Moves with you. No pinching, no bunching, no riding up. Still looking for a Valentine's gift? You try their limited edition loungewear and underwear, including matching his and her sets. Last year, the limited edition sold out in less than a week. So let's not wait. You'll never go back to what you were formerly wearing once you go with Tommy John. It's the best pair you'll ever wear, or it's free, guarantee. Tommy John, no adjustment needed, right, Matt? That's right. Once again, shop limited edition Valentine's Day gift sets and get 20% off your first order at TommyJohn.com slash Adam. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off only at TommyJohn.com, TommyJohn.com. All righty, then. Live shows coming up this Friday, Connecticut. Oh, it's going to be cold. On the uh, 8th, that'll be Foxwoods Resort and Casino. And then uh, Saturday, Boston, Wilbur Theater. So come on out. That'll be the 9th. We'll do stand-up, do Adam Carolla's Unprepared. Then we'll hang out afterward, sign some autographs, take some pictures. You go to adamcarolla.com for all the live shows and uh, support the show. Check out uh, aceontheroof.com and uh, support us. Click the PayPal button. And uh, Not Taco Bell Material stand-up special coming in uh, theaters near you. And uh, just go to Adam Kroll. The details go to adamkroll.com slash events. We'll see if we can get that going. Stromer. Yeah. He's got a basketball tournament. In you Upland. know it. You know it. Come on out and support. Yeah, they got to see the kid. He's doing it. Until next time, Adam Kroll for Eric Stromer saying mahalo. Yes. Subscribe on iTunes or visit aceontheroof.com. is Corolla Digital. Do you own, do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing too because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to geico.com, get a quote and see just how much you could save. It's Geico Easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. All month long, the biggest movies are streaming free on Pluto TV's Popcorn Summer Movies. Watch star-studded blockbusters like Titanic and Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Or fall in love with charming rom-coms like Hitch and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. The best part? Pluto TV is 100% free. No credit cards, not even a sign-up. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now. Pluto TV. Drop in. Watch free.